I got a nap now for so I'm gonna be tired next week. You know how how you can uh rest, do pre rest. Right, 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 right. <laughs> Ooh, I'm hello, hello everybody. What's going on, brother? Just happy to be stateside and it not be two AM in the morning. Hey, I knew you I knew there was a a certain bounce in your in your voice for a certain reason. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, Carrie, I see that you're you're in the room. I'm mailing off your beers tomorrow. After I sample some. Let me see here. Oh man, you're not gonna even share. That's that's rude. Anybody drinking anything? Um, it's pretty damn hot out here. I'm gonna eat some water. Mm-hmm. Well, let's see where our guest is. I am uh He's here? Yeah. He's been invited to the stage. Yeah. Okay. I'm not looking. I'm not looking. Right. Um, I am actually going to open up Sweet Thing. Although I know it's National IPA Day, but this kind of circumvents it since I have one of the beers from our illustrious guests. But also, um, say welcome. Welcome to being Black and Craft. It's another Monday. We appreciate y'all being here. We appreciate Chris for uh, he will be uh, up and at him the whole time, which is so awesome. So, again, our mantra is. We don't apologize for recognizing our influence in craft beer. And one of our influences, we were mentioning, uh, one of our guests mentioned a beer festival that took place over in D.C., Virginia area. And uh, Jessica actually went to the event. So I just wanted her to give like a little blurb about her experience this weekend. How was it? Hey everybody, um, Angie, I'm gonna need you to get it straight. Richmond and DC are nowhere near each other. Oh well, tomato, tomato. I'm sorry. I'll le- no, I'll le- no. I'll learn eventually. But then, is it an hour away? No, no. It's it's two hours on a good day. Um, if you drive like me, maybe an hour and thirty-five. Oh, so you just love me because you came to see me? Okay. Absolutely. Well, no, I I live in Alexandria, but I'm from Richmond. Okay. Okay. Yes. Yes. Anyway, so I did go to the um, Heart and Soul Beer Fest in Richmond, Virginia this weekend. It was a blast. Um, I didn't know about it until um, 
the guy from Cap. So is his name Eric Angie? Yes. Okay. And so Eric was talking about it a few weeks ago and I hit my daddy up and I was like, do you want to go to this? And he was like, yes. <laughs> so I got it since my dad loves craft beer. Um, and so I got us the tickets. We went, his first cousin, who's more like a brother came. Um, and it's so funny. I saw a bunch of my cousins out there. One of my cousins runs a, like, um, a selfie studio where you go take selfies. He was out there with his 360 camera. So like, we had a great time. Um, Hardywood was out there. Stone Brewery was out there. And of course, Capsule, that's where I tried everything from. Um, Capsule had their, it was a, a lager that they had out, um, which I did get to meet Eric. He's a nice guy. He was saying that they brought that out because it was kind of light and refreshing. It, it was very hot. It hadn't been as humid, um, as it had been, but, um, it was still pretty hot out. So that was nice and refreshing. Um, the first beer that I had was actually from, um hardywood and i i historically like hardywood beers but i hadn't had any in a long time to be honest and so when i walked up there i love i'm a fan of tropical drinks and the tropics period so they had this ipa which i love ipas called a uh, tropication and i was like let me get that and it's a it, they call it a juicy hazy ipa um and it was delicious. <laughs> it was so hoppy and um, it just tasted like vacation. It was so good. It had like, I don't know, like maybe like mango or passion fruit um, in it, the flavors. And um, I think it was like a 7% ABV. Um, so that was my actual favorite of the day. And I did try one from Stone that was also a, um, an IPA or a hazy IPA it was called, um, let me see, I had to go, it's just called hazy IPA and it was okay. Like it didn't taste, it, it was, it was, I felt like it would be similar to the Tropication because the description, they had like the same type of fruit or flavor profile, or whatever, but this didn't have anything on the, um, on the Hardywood, um, Tropication. That was delicious. Um, my dad and, um, his cousin, they drank the Great Return IPA from, um, from Hardywood, which is an American IPA. That was good too, but the Tropication was my absolute favorite. So, um, they had music, like live music. This band called Legacy was there. They were amazing. Uh, they had delicious food and vendors from all over the, um, city which was so cool. We have this um, historically um, owned, this black owned, but this historical like fish spot called Croker Spot in Richmond. So they were set up there. It was another fish spot, Hawks, that's also famous to Richmond that was set up there. And they just had a bunch of different vendors and a few other breweries that I didn't make it around to. But overall, it was a really nice um, festival and just a nice little, a nice little thing for the city. It was, it was, they held it in an old um, stadium, which my dad <laughs> complained about the whole time because it is kind of an eyesore, but it was kind of perfect for something like that. So I was glad that they were able to do that. Um, yeah, so I had a great time. I hope they have it again next year. This was like the fifth year, the first time since COVID, since 2019. So I hope they, they keep it going because I had an amazing time. And that's a picture awesome. of me and my dad <laughs> right there. So awesome, awesome. That was really good. Uh, I'll have to remember that when I come up that way to Virginia. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Where that is. But okay. Well, just wanted to um just put out that blurb for sure. But you know. Honestly, Christopher, I you are always in the room. I always see, it took me a while to catch your avatar, but I don't know why it did not correlate to me. Um, when I invited you uh, as a guest, but I'm so 
glad that you have, you know, we get this time to talk to you. And, you know, you already know, I'm just going to ask some questions and we'll go from there and open up the floor. If that's okay with you. Christopher, are you there? You might have walked away from this phone. Can y'all, can every, everyone hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Uh, okay, we'll give him a second. Let's see. Oh, we can't hear you. If you're speaking, we can't hear you. Uh, you have to go off of mute. Take your mic off mute. Down at the bottom to your right. And if you are still, it still shows you on mute. If you need to come, go out and come back in and see if that will help. But you're still on mute over here. And I don't think I can unmute you. Um, Christopher, you want to try? Okay, good. He's going to try and come back in. Um, in the meantime, uh, we are a couple of days, what, what, less than a week? Uh, before we see, we're going to Youngstown. So I hope to see you very soon, Sizzle. I'll see Amber. I'll see Chris. We're going to go hang out. All right. You, I can hear you. Now? Okay. Yes. Thank you for having me. Sorry about that. Oh. Technology so, is crazy at times. I know. It's, it's supposed to be so friendly, right? Yes. So, yes. It's supposed to be. Yes. So, yeah. I, you know, as I said, we're just going to ask a couple i'm gonna ask you some questions and we're just gonna you know, just enjoy a little chat i'm down so, i'm game for it very very i've always been intrigued because uh looking at your instagram uh i had a lot of fomo because the food always looks amazing and then the beer yes so when did you when did you start like Past the six years, before six years, were you into craft beer at all before you started making it? Yes, I, I was in craft. I was into craft beer. Um, I was home brewing, but I was okay. I wasn't out in the, out, out in the streets like like some. I was like very insular. I picked my beer up and came back home and drank it in closed doors and or shared <laughs> it with friends. Um, but yes, I got I got into craft beer. Yeah, before six years, I, I, I was into craft beer much before, way before I started the, um, the brewery and the um, biscuits. Okay. So, with your um, your history, you've been uh, you're classically trained, correct? Yes, I'm a classically trained bass player. Mm -hmm. So, I my question is what. Would you serve Gregory Porter if he came into Biscuits and Beer? What would be the first thing that you would serve him? Oh, I'll probably serve him the art of storytelling, if it's still on tap, because mm -hmm. it's a nice, crisp lager, easy drinking. Mm -hmm. And I and I, I find a, a well-made lager a good gateway into craft beer. Okay, okay. And what type of biscuit? Oh, since this is gonna have that lager, I'm gonna give him a Shelton. You know, he got a little bit of um, got a little bit of um, fire to it, and ease mm -hmm. off with the blue cheese and avocado. So Christopher has mentioned uh, in his in his bio that if he if he wasn't doing this, he would be on tour with Gregory Porter, which I can completely understand because he's an amazing artist. Uh, like, hey, since he since he hasn't found my greatness, I'm gonna make this with some beer. Yes. I definitely want to know because you were born you were actually born in Brooklyn, but you you're um you grew up no, in no. South Carolina. 
I was born and I was born and raised in Columbia, South Carolina. Okay. And and 18 years ago, I moved to Brooklyn. Okay. Okay. So is Delview still a? Um, is it still there as far as like a thriving community, or is that something that's been like gentrified? Like some, you know, some areas have been in South Carolina. It's still uh, all black. Well, it's it's. It, it, it's majority black. Um, mm -hmm. The surrounding neighborhoods are starting to see more gentrification. Um, we're right close to um, in Columbus, North Main Street. It has the thing called North Main, Main Street uh, Development, and all up and down North Main, they've been developing. So I, my high school I went to has been renovated. My middle school I went to has renovated, and now my middle school that used to be all black is like seventy five percent black, and my high mm -hmm. school now. Which was not, which was one hundred percent black is now probably like ninety percent black. And see, I so, so, so it's it's slowly it's it's slowly changing. Okay, I was very surprised, or you know, maybe I've been under a rock. I did not know that South Carolina was a foodie uh, destination to go to um, because we were supposed to go. We were gonna go there and just go and hang out, but the flights were just like enormous. So I want to know more about how you grew up, and I would like to know more about. Um, it is I don't want to get Miss Viola. I oh, my grandmother. Yes, I would love to know more about Miss Viola and how she put that little twinkle in your eye about food. You, you know, Grandma, Grandma, it could be 110 degrees outside and she'll be in that kitchen with no air conditioner on cooking, no matter what. Like she, she, was, she was a woman who did not like going out. Like she had every year, this is the first year that she doesn't have a full garden. She's 93 years old, her leg is starting to hurt, so she can't, she's not getting out there and doing what she used to do when she was 92. Um, but she always grew every vegetable that you could think of, had um, fruit trees all in the yard. And anytime anyone ever came to her house, she was gonna feed you, no matter what. Um, you can't come, you, you're not able to go to her house, even now, without walking out with something in your hand that she's gonna make you or she's gonna pull out her freezer that she preserved or something she can to make sure you're gonna eat. Um, she's always cooked, always cooked with love. And and that was her thing. Like you, you it was no things as a stranger to her. So it's always love. And that's where cooking and food came about for me. It's like, if you're gonna cook something for somebody, you do it with a good heart. It could be the nastiest thing in the world, but if it's cooked right, if it comes in the right place, it's gonna be it's gonna be received well well. I definitely had to learn that with everyone's culture, especially with their um, mothers and grandmothers and things like that. Things that may not be the norm for me, but it gives me the warm. I can still feel the warm feeling of how that's part of home for each person. And there's some meal or some dish that makes you automatically think of home and gives you that warm fuzzy feeling. Yeah. Because you know, actually so, I went back I went back I went back home for Thanksgiving this year. Mm -hmm. Um and, and I have I have all these nostalgic moments about how the food was. And this and mm -hmm. it was the first year I realized everything wasn't that good. <laughs> 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 you know, things were good, but it's like, oh, certain things are good, and it was right that some people, some people shouldn't be bringing certain things into the, into the house. <laughs> some people need to go ahead and be designated to the paper plates now. That's that's right, or, or bringing sodas. Right. So, did you feel more nostalgic when you left South Carolina to make the biscuits, or was this just the plan? when you decide to make uh, biscuits and beer? Um, when I did biscuits and beer, I wanted to pay homage back to where I grew up and to my friends and the people I grew up around because those those memories and those things that happened in my life 
made me who I am to who I am to now, who I am now. And they're still some of the, my biggest supporters. I, I can put something on Facebook or Instagram or tell my mom who's like the town crier and she tells everybody and I'll, I'll get text messages or emails from friends from the, I grew up in the neighborhood with or went to high school with. Like mm-hmm. Delview is still there in spirit, physically as, as well in the spirit as well as everyone's heart that grew up there. So like I know I want when, when I just finally decided to do Delview, I wanted to pay homage back to where I came from. Mm-hmm. So is there any uh, out of the business that you've made currently or previously that are named after a relative or a family member or something that's unique? Maybe everybody, maybe like, you know, your your uh, daughter may know, okay, I know you put that cheddar cheese on there because of Uncle Matt or something like that. Is there anything well, like that? So the Haven Biscuit is named after my oldest daughter, Haven. Okay. And when I was doing, and the Shelton is named after my second daughter as well. There's a business name for my son, but it's not on the menu because it's a little more complicated because each biscuit kind of represents them. Mm -hmm. Um, Because Shelton, like I said, she is. it's chicken dipped in buffalo sauce with blue cheese and avocado. She, she's a fiery, fiery, fiery individual. Very straight to the point, straight no chaser. But mm-hmm. she, but she'll 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 cool you down and calm you out at the end, and very loving. So like each biscuit was like either they ordered it that way when it was doing pop ups or inspired by their attitude. Mm, okay. Okay. And and the Mama Gansey, which is a pulled pork biscuit, is named after my mom because her nickname is Pig, but she happens to be a vegetarian. Ah. Well, that's wild. It, what does she think about that? That it's she, she thinks it's funny. Um, yeah. and also, and I was, when I was a kid, I hated that they used to call my mom Pig, which was her nickname. Mm-hmm. But like as I got older, I accepted it and understood, especially after I heard the story. And I don't even know which story is true. So what's the story? Do you, do you so, mind sharing the story? So my, so my mom grew up in Swansea, South Carolina, which is the country, you know, even though Columbia is a country too. Um, it was some, it, her, uh, my grandmother told my mom not to mess with the pigs that was in the pen. Um, she's ended up going to the pen and getting dirty and messy as a pig, as one of the pigs ran ran over mm. her. Oh no! <laughs> it was a baby pig. It was, so it wasn't like the oh, big, okay. the, the hog. It was, a, it was a it was a baby pig. So out of your kids, because uh, you said it's your middle daughter is trying is thinks that she's she can brew better than you. Do, do all of your kids brew with you, or just? One or two. Um, they all do something different. Um, okay. Uh, Haven is, which is the oldest kid. She's more of a front of the house person, engaging. So mm-hmm. she she doesn't want to get dirty. She doesn't want to lift anything. So brewing is not her, definitely not her thing. But she can sell you pretty much anything that we offer. Mm-hmm. Um, and even though she's sixteen, she does like the taste and and experience what what we're making inside the house. Um, my son, who's the youngest, Issa, he, he'll come in and, and sweep for me whenever mm-hmm. I do brew or when I'm doing something. Or he'll he's been help he's been known to help come run, help do uh, my small canning and bottling as well. Oh, nice. And Sh- and Shelton is she likes she likes the science behind brewing. Um. She's like she wants to, she wants to know that about those yeast, yeast counts and why the yeast does what it does. Um, she like she wants to know the cause and effect of everything that's happening. And, 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 and she, I hope she keeps that energy because we need yeah. her. <laughs> and, and she's and she's all about the numbers. But she she says she wants to be a um, a surgeon, and because she, she has she because she has a certain lifestyle she wants to live when she gets older, 
And only way okay. she could live her life, only way she could live her lifestyle is she become a, a neurosurgeon. Very good. As long as she knows, that's good. How old is she? She just turned fourteen in on the on the fifteenth of July. Oh, she's a smart cookie. Okay, okay. So, can you tell me because I I've never been. I'm drinking my uh, sweet thing right now. It's delicious. Well, thank you. Um, and I guess let let me also tell the audience what I'm drinking is part of a series of which is an homage to Nina Simone for women. Yeah. Yes. So go ahead, Christopher. Go ahead and explain a little bit more about for women. So for women. Okay. So for women was we pay homage. Janina Simone, the song for women, because one thing I do believe is without a strong woman in our lives, a lot of things wouldn't have happened. And in this Nina Simone song for women, I believe is also believes it exemplifies the struggle that a woman of color goes through. And we want to pay tribute to those four different women through beer. So with Aunt Sarah, we did a, a black logger. Um, Sophronia, oh my gosh, Sophronia, we did um, Imperial Cream Ale, Um, Sweet Thing, we did um, a Hazy IPA, and with Sweet Thing, we did a, with Peaches, we did a Brown Ale. This is great. Thank you. Yes. And we tried the Brutal Beers based off. The, the the skin complexions from the song. Oh, nice. See, I okay, I get that. And, it, and and the labels also speak to the different hues of of women of color. It was it it truly was aesthetically pleasing to look at. Just looking at uh, looking at everything on IG, and now I'm gonna go back and look at my. Uh, I did try that one too that Chris sent to me. But that's very nice and complex. So I know that you were mentioning that um, you're musically trained. So did you ever like want to go out? Were you uh, doing uh, like in an orchestra or what were you doing with that after you acquired that uh, that knowledge? When I, when I, uh, right before I graduated, I realized that auditioning was something that I couldn't do. Um, mm-hmm. it, 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 like I, I let fear take over. Um, I didn't want to be judged based off of doing something that I was passionate about. Um, because music, just like beer, it's very objective, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, you know, I, I, I chose and I, I was offered a job. So I was offered a, a assistant manager job in retail at American Eagle, and I had an opportunity to move to New York and stay with a friend. Just graduated, just come up and start auditioning in, um, in New York, but with that, it was since I had so much fear, I chose to take the job. I chose to take the quote-unquote security mm. instead of taking that life choice. But there's a good chance if I did take that life choice, I probably would never make the grass beer. Yeah. This, uh, was it also um, a hurdle as far as like, because I enjoy going to, you know, symphonies and operas and things like that. And I really see people of color in the aisles as well as in, you know, in the orchestra pit. Was that a hindrance as well? Or like, you know, you felt like that may have been a setback or a potential setback? Because I'm sure like it was more on point. Um, you know, just like in craft beer in the classical world, um, representation of, pe- of black people is, is very, very little. Um, and during that time, if I would have went in, there wasn't, a, auditions weren't blind. 
Mm-hmm. There were um, mm-hmm. you, you all you had to go and audition in front of a front of a panel, and and there there was a lot of discrimination based off of appearance, um, mm-hmm. especially in in race. Doing um during audition doing auditions, so that that was a little bit you know. I just didn't want to be judged, so yeah. I I, I just overall was like push it away and and ran from it instead of embracing it. Do you dust dust off your uh your instrument and play it every once in a while? Oh yeah, it's it's out right now. Um I right. actually found a I actually I was walking down the street yesterday on Saturday going to um going to the shop to um do, um, do some gravity rings and I found a Ray Brown um method book. You know, it was a jazz a jazz method book. I said, like, Oh, this is a message. I need to get my black ass up and start practicing again. <laughs> so I'm gonna ask you, um, is there a concerto that you can think of that matches any of your beers that you've made? Oh, that's oh, that's that's a hard question. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's 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 like you know, I need to go back and um and go back and listen to some things. Um, oh, I can't answer that. You 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 baffled me on this one. <laughs> so uh, it's not that often that I can speak about concertos and and operas and symphonies because we're so usually so hip hop so. so Although I know that everyone, you know, we all are very balanced in our music taste, but to know that there's someone that has been classically trained, it piqued my interest to to have you. I had no idea that 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 facet about you. You know, you know, um, you know the plant, the planets by Hulks, right? Mm-hmm. I can I can actually because there's, there's nine different planets. Um, I think at any given time, any beer on our tap on tap that we have, because we have eight taps, can fit in to one of those planets. Mm. It's not a concerto, but I, I, I can do I can do it do it, do okay. a, a symphony. I, I, I think the host host planets could work in in an, um, and I'll say the first movement would be like our um be rusted you know because it's, it's very jagged very rigid then also smooths and also it, it's, it's it goes to um a tonal then and then it's a result it, somehow it resolves to a ton, tonality but it never really goes to real to tonality it stays atonal not, not atonal but um it, it, it plays on not traditional skills that we're used to hearing and like be rusting and be rusting is that type of person that he was very very pitiable pitiable like he 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 was off the cuff but knew how to move in and out but able to resolve in a sense to help to help the movement yeah and that and, and that and that beer would go with him very well if that's like at least one beer i can say <laughs> off the top the first movement I'll accept that. I appreciate you working through it. <laughs> Had to make a hard course. I promise you, I wasn't. One time, stop the band. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, okay, it's, I believe it. I believe it. If, 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 if only if you said Wagner, then I was like, oh god. I know it's a little Wagner, but I. You know he he's 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 hard up he's hard on my ears at times, and. And it, and also playing some Wagner stuff is like a bitch. It's like it's like it's Forever. it's like it, it, it's just hard. It's just, it is hard. It is hard. It is hard. For, like like was he a mean person? I wonder. Like did he really like the really like did he really like the musicians that were playing for him? Couldn't couldn't have. There's no way. There's no way. I went into our opera and I was like. I will never listen to Wagner again. You can have my ticket. It'll never happen again. So, so let's, uh, this, 
this will be my last question, I think. So you're in New York, and yes. we have other people that are in the New York area, and um, it being hard to actually find space to have a brewery and have something that is, um, you know, that's in the neighborhood, that's thriving, that's doing well. Was that, you know, your location? Because I haven't been there. I plan to come, of course. Um, are you in just in a nice little niche? Was that hard to get that to get that property or that space? It seems like New York is really like hard ass as far as having a brewery and having, um, I guess you would say, uh, the different like nuances to having a brewery. It seems like when I talk to people that are in that area, it's a it's a real bitch. Yeah, it, it, it is. It's, if you don't have deep pockets, it can be a challenge. And I, and I don't have deep pockets, so caveat. Um, but I found I'm in a, I'm in a Flatbush, or if you want to call it Prophet Prophet Lefferts Garden. Flatbush is a really a, a Caribbean neighborhood, so I'm not in a traditional brewery area, and so. Like I, my role in the neighborhood is really introducing the neighborhood to, to, to craft beer more so or less. Um, but finding a real, finding an actual space, especially with now how the in the um, in the manufacturing areas where like Walmart, Amazon rent up so many uh, warehouses and jack the prices up, it made the cost of entry of getting. The affordable space mm-hmm. that much harder, um, and there's certain areas in in, in the city in a city that's known for breweries. Like you have Long Island City, you have um, Bushwick, certain parts of Williamsburg and Gowanus, where there's concentration of of breweries. Like because in Gowanus you have other half, you have Finback has a has another location, um, you have Threes. And the, the bigger names in the, in that area, and like in um in Bushwick, you have like um KCBC over there. So people tend to go to those areas more so than coming to Flatbush to venture out for craft beer. Okay. Hopefully, I answered, hopefully I answered your question. Yes, yes, you did. So that's going to segue to my other question, uh, which was uh one of the things that. Uh, during the course of the years that we've always talked about uh, when we have black breweries or no, just really going to breweries per se and they have we're going to have trivia night it's going to be friends we're going to talk about uh, tonight. we're going to talk about uh, you know, CSI, whatever but you have to talk trivia yes thanks to was that received because that was always like you know if you could my my thing was if you had some hip-hop trivia or martin trivia or a different world trivia you could get more you know a you know diversity of people so how has that been for y'all you know it's it's been a hit and miss like there's been some good weeks there have been some weeks that it's quiet um and i also have some limitations on my space so i don't have a huge 5,000 square foot, 10,000 square foot space. I'm in the private, like a roughly 400 square feet. So we have space challenges, but just getting people to come out is, it's been a challenge. Like we, we don't, it's like I said, it's been okay, but I haven't seen the, um, the kick. Like I thought, like we thought it would with being hip hop trivia. Um, and there's a German beer bar. I have a block away from me. Um, that has trivia on the same night. So that could be we're competing with some, a space that like triple my size. Okay, okay. But I think it's an amazing idea to have trivia, you know, something that really it, the way that hip hop has evolved where it's almost, you know, you can have a 
a, 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 a series of music of ev- what everybody knows, and it's all hip hop, and everybody freaking knows the song, no matter what your uh, ethnicity is. Yeah. So keep plugging away on that. No, we we we, we we are we don't you know when we do something we just we don't just stop at it like it takes time for anything to be um to catch on. Mm-hmm. Um, if if it was easy, we all be millionaires right now. Mm-hmm. So, will you be my last? My truly, my last question is: Are will you be going to Barrel and Flow? And will you have a um a tap there? Yes, um, we actually did a collaboration with Angry Orchard in Walden. Um, we, the beer is called Walden to Brooklyn with Love. Uh, we brewed a summer stout and they and blended it with a sour cherry um, cider that they made. Um, it's going to be carved like at 2.5, so you can get a nice little, nice little heady topper on it, um, with inspiration that was being like uh, like a black velvet type stop in, 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 in that in that in that um, comparison, like a black velvet with the um, with a cherry. With a little small, with a with a cherry kick. Nice. I look forward to having that on Saturday coming up. Yes. Yes. Well, that that's those are all of my questions. Um, I'm gonna open up the floor. If anybody has a question, if you're in the audience and you have a question, please raise your hand. I didn't try to invite everyone um, to. Um, to the floor. So, if y'all have any questions for uh, Christopher, just shoot away. I guess for me, I'm always asked, what's the highest ABV beer that you've ever made? Uh, on, uh, on purpose or by accident? Both. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the biggest one we made was at 10.5, and that it, it, it was supposed to be at nine, but um, we got this crazy Brett infection inside the brew house. It was a good Brett because nothing went sour, but it, it is it is it is um, ate through every single bit of sugar in every single beer that we brewed that for that three week period until we found out what the issue was. So it's been 10.1, but we try to keep our beers between like. 7.5 and below. Cool, 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 cool. Okay. Nice. Anybody else have a question? Ariana, uh, I see you in the, um, in the audience. I need you to go to Biscuits and Beer. Hi, Angie. Hi, Chris. Hi, everyone. And, What's up? Um, we actually did the deals meeting about two months ago, or maybe one month ago. So I've met Chris before, and I've had his biscuits. It was great. And you didn't send me and, not a piece, not one piece. Okay. I just sent you a piece of what? The biscuit, the biscuit, or the beer. I got you. I'll uh send one by mail. When you get it, yeah, it was great, Chris. I have to come out and hang out some more, and maybe come out and brew with you guys. Yeah, we would love that. Yeah, I'll definitely um hit you up, come back out. It was a great time. Did you go for an event, uh, Ariana? Did you hang out? Yes. Um, we we had our um, New York City Guild meeting there mm-hmm. uh, at my at my space, and I, I happen to be the president of the New York City um, Brewers Guild. Okay. Oh, I didn't know that. All right, Dan, put some respect on your name. Okay. All right. right. <laughs> I was like, I, I did not know. Be on on the uh, clubhouse, and we don't even know who who we're talking to. He just be on here on mute, just listening. And I'm learning all this stuff about you. Well, I'm, I, 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 I'm not a much of a talker. Well, I definitely appreciate you talking and uh, sharing with uh, with us. Angie will do enough for you, Chris. Promise. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> See, I'm going to put you back in the uh, 
in the back. Chris, you got anything for us? Oh, listen, I, I just wanted to tell Chris, I love I love Bellevue. It's where my uh, it's the area of Brooklyn where my father um, lives, so it was easy for him and I to just walk there and have like a good time and joy. My only complaint is I just wish the area was bigger, but I know in due time, my brother, you know, it, it will grow. Yes. But, but even tasting your beers, um. When I brought them back to the Netherlands and I had people taste them, you know, enjoying your beer, you should be eating when someone has your beer. It's kind of like, oh, Alicia Keys is cool, but if you put her beyond a piano, she flourishes and your beers complement food. And, and that's what I love about them. Like for me, that's what stands out about the beers that you've released as of late. So keep up the good job. And matter of fact, well, thank I'm, you. Back in, I'm back in Brooklyn right now. So probably Wednesday, I'm going to dip over there um, and enjoy myself again and get one of those lovely biscuits that I, I don't know how to say it to anyone. And I'm not just blowing smoke around, but that's like one of the best biscuits I ever had. Uh, well, thank you. Sweet chicken, sweet chicken, little chicken. Anybody who's making a chicken sandwich, professional multinational they don't have nothing on what you got and i love the fact that there's also a, um a vegetarian option that's just as great if you don't eat chicken thank you and yeah. one thing about the one thing about the biscuits they're gluten-free Ooh. and the reason the biscuits are gluten-free is because my wife has a gluten allergy and i was able to compromise on the on the beer i was i was i was able to compromise on the food but not the beer <laughs> I'm glad you mentioned that because it seemed like you were so very intentional about it being gluten free. So that's yes. that's a, that's great. That's amazing. And, and, and Chris, you talk about more space. Um, Delview did purchase property in South Carolina. Um, okay. We're, we're actually working on um, working on, on funding to to get to get the project off the road, but it's gonna be a it's it's gonna be a five thousand square foot um, location. And we're planning to do like a 15 barrel system there. Oh, nice! Listen, but I'm still um, happy you're in. Bro I'm still happy you're in Brooklyn. And for me, I'm hoping that that whole area keeps developing as like a beer method. Yeah, I really wanted to. Like, I foresee that. I know it's. Gonna, I know it's a journey to get us there. Get they went to there. But yes, I I I, I, I can see that happening to our neighborhood. Uh, So the Chris, there's something coming up soon. Other you have an event coming up soon. Yeah. What What do you have coming up? Uh, it's this week or next week. For you have an event, right? Um, my anniversary is on the 17th of September, but we're we're gonna do next week on the um on the 11th. We're gonna pre-release the um from Walden to Brooklyn. Okay. And we have, and we have um, 375 bottles that we're gonna be selling on that day. On the okay. 11th. Okay. Uh, I shouldn't ask, but I'm like, I, I would like it if you if you could hold a bottle for me. But I'll already be in Pittsburgh by like the 10th. But I know I'm coming back the 14th. So. I can and I can I can always I can always bring it to Pittsburgh with me. Sounds good. I mean, I mean, I mean, but I also feel like, and we'll both be coming back to Brooklyn after Pittsburgh anyway. So you know, yes, no, no need for extra baggage. No, no, Chris, you don't have to share that, brother. Okay. Of course. Let me know if you um, go out there on Wednesday. I want to come out and meet you. Oh, so, oh, 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 you're still in New York? Yeah, I'm still in New York. She, okay. she got rid of us and moved over there. I did not. I finally got a production job. I'll be telling y'all soon. So what? come on. Okay. Congratulations. Yay. Okay, thank you. Which, 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 which location are you going to be in? 
You have to follow me and find out. You know what I'm saying? I need all that. You know what I'm saying? Because I hear you open up a new spot in, um, in, in, um, on the other side of Manhattan. Did, um, Chris? I said I heard y'all open up a new spot on the other side of Manhattan. Oh, the Bronx Brewery? No, I'm not with. Yeah. Um, I just oh. internship there. Okay. So what neighborhood are you gonna be in? That'll be a telltale sign, but in the Bronx. It might not. Okay. Still in the Bronx. So you still okay? <laughs> you know, this there's, there's three breweries in the Bronx, so technically. Yes, thirty. <laughs> Yeah, three of them. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I, I you tell which three it is because I've been figuring out. I don't say anything obvious, but I'll be able to figure it out. I'm not going to say anything. I'm 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 gonna follow your I'm gonna follow your content. I'm gonna follow the content. Yeah. Yeah. Jerry, Jerry, uh, I'll see you soon. Yeah, oh, go ahead. Yeah, I'm just gonna tell you. I know Jerry. You had a question in the chat. Did you want to go ahead yeah. and ask now, or did you? Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, so Angie mentioned you were classically trained, and I only because I didn't know the the background. And you mentioned two different bass players. Were you meeting European classical? Were you meeting more American classical? Uh, are you jazz? Or like I just didn't know exactly where where that was from. I'm curious about that. And to add to that, what are some bass players that have been inspirations for you? Mm-hmm. So I'm so I'm your technically European European like European classically trained. Um, so Ron Carter, um, Charles Mingus, um, this this dude named uh, Desron Douglas. Um, Paul Chambers, um, one of my favorites, Chris McBride. I like every time he's in in, in the city or in the surrounding areas, I have to, I have to figure out a way to go see him. Um, Ray Brown, you know, there's so many I can keep going, but my favorite my favorite bass players are lean more towards um, jazz side. Awesome. Thank you very much. Looking forward to You're seeing you again right. this year at uh, Bow and Flow. Yes, yes. Yeah. Awesome. Um, I had something else I was going to ask you, Chris. But for, um, you have that. You have your save the date. You said this, is, this will be how many years that you'll be at that location? It'll be four years. Four years, wow. Yes. That's really good. That's really good. Um, that's what it's like everyone um, that made it to the other side of the pandemic. I mean, we're still in it, but, you know, yes. it's a little bit of the upside of it. It's not as, you know, dire as it was previously. So I commend you for that. Um, what do you think is next for you? Uh, outside of, you know, I know you're going to be, I'm very excited about the South Carolina location. Is there something else like as far as like the, um, where you are right now, what's next there? We are in the process of looking for more, a bigger space in the city so that we can, or even outside the city, that we can actually get a bigger system that we can start producing more is that we can actually distribute more than to like a, a handful of bars and restaurants. Um, and, we, and we need that, and we want that bigger space so we can bring more people inside so they can experience um, our biscuits as well as our beer. So um, I know that you're canning, so are you, so you're wanting to go into distribution to be at local bars or um, are you wanting to do be at the big box stores at all? Um, well, we, we, we self-distribute now. Um, it's, okay. it's very limited, but but I want to I do want to get us outside of the city um, into like the, um, the tri-state area or even even a little bit further. Um, like we, like I, I see growth for us and 
yes, and I still want to be a neighborhood um, destination spot, but I do foresee us growing outside of our neighborhood and bringing people back into the neighborhood so they can feel welcome to our neighborhood. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, I had an amazing time speaking with you and learning more about you, the man behind the glasses that I've <laughs> that has been <laughs> pretty much since you started. Uh, I really appreciate you. And so, if anyone has get the opportunity to be in the New York area, Bellevue, Biscuits and Beer, you will not be disappointed. Uh, if the pictures look even a teeny tiny mark of what the food tastes like, you are going to be good and full and happy. And I agree with Chris. It seems like you, I don't know if, if, if it was on purpose, I was kissing it, but biscuits and beer, I never would have thought about putting those together. But the, the marriage of those with your beers is exceptional. Thank you. Because I'm reading the description, I was like, yeah, that sounds great. That sounds perfect together. So I'll be coming very, very soon because Ariana said that I have I have space at her at her place. I'm I got have a bathroom area for you. I hope you can lay down. Right. Uh, some place to lay your head. Yeah. Right. It's gonna it's gonna be some one pillow and and, a, and one sheet. But I'll take it. Because New York hotel prices are high. <laughs> you say you can say that again. Everything is high. Uh, and, so Chris, you got anything else for us? Yeah, I was gonna say um, say, say, say it like Kevin Hart. One pillow, one pillow case, one sheet. <laughs> 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 exactly. <laughs> Can you got anything for us? Some last words before we you close know, out? Um, thank you for having me. Um, let's drink more black beer. Um, oh yeah. And and keep pushing uh, black beer producers to make good beer and better beer. Absolutely. Kendra, you got something before we before we close out? No, I'm good on my end. Just, uh, All right. Thanks to everybody that joined. And to that point of drinking more black beer, um, if you're in the Texas well, DFW area or you know me, uh, Smidox has a new collaboration with White Rock L that's called Oats. Is it Oats of Fun? Oh, Lord. Hold on. Because uh, Sweet Thing is, is giving me the business right about now. Uh, Oat Loads of Fun. Oat Loads of Sweet Fun. Thing from where? Delview. Delview Bis Biscuits and Beer. Oh, okay, okay. Save me one, please, from Smittix. Uh, this, 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 oh, okay, yes. I got you on that. I, I appreciate got you on that. I got you on that. Um, really crisp and clear Pilsner. Um, I really described it when I tried it. I immediately tasted the Pilsner malts in it. And I realized because I've been trying Pilsners and I have not been liking them as much. And apparently they have not been balanced. Well, his was balanced so perfectly to where the dude across, because I'm at the bar, the dude across, way on the other side, he's like, how did you like your beer? Because I'm looking at it, I'm taking pictures, I'm putting the, the white paper in front of it, because I'm trying to do my little beer judging shit. He's like, did you like it? Is it okay? I was like, yes, it was absolutely phenomenal. So um, we will continue to uh, highlight that's what being black and craft is about to highlight those uh, people that are in uh, that are wanting to be brewers that are trying that are out there that they need more exposure because maybe I can't get to it just like Jessica went to the uh, the, the uh, beer festival she can get to it or Jerry can get to it but to continue that circulation of knowing about 
these breweries that are coming up are, are breweries and planning and supporting them the best way that we can. Uh, if it's through uh, social media or especially if you can actually go physically, we're gonna continue to do that always because we will never deny our influence in craft beer because we have a big influence in that. So if nothing else, the time has been spent. It's uh, one hour. We will uh, see you ne next week. See you next week. And that's uh, basically what Christmas, Christmas Eve. I don't, I don't know how to, Beer Eve, I don't know how to explain that, but uh, I'm excited. Oh, I have one more thing. <laughs> Christopher, yes. are you going to be at Delview on Wednesday? Yes, I will be. And actually, we'll you're breaking up. I didn't hear you. Repeat that, Christopher, because you broke up. I didn't, we didn't hear you. Delview. Delview, Christopher. We didn't hear what you said. Okay, well, I mean, I'll, I'll, say, I'll say my piece, and then I'll try to connect. Because if you're going to be there, if Ariana and I are going to come down there, it would be nice to kick it with you for two minutes and, and take you away from your work and just say what's up. So I wanted to make sure you were going to be there, you know, to, you know, that an ambassador of being black and crap actually comes to the establishment. Yeah. I will message him, Chris, and then I will get back to you here soon to confirm that. Sounds good to me. But other than that, Angie, yeah. you can do your Russell Simmons. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> because uh, this 7.8 double IPA, oh my God. I'm going to sleep real good tonight. I, I needed my sleeping pills, but I not anymore because I'm very, it's very smooth. So, Thank you so much for everyone coming and joining us, and we will see you next week. Thank you. Good night. Good night. Have a good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.